It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. Hello, hello, I'm back. Thanks for the wait, and thanks for spending time with me today. Let's, uh, let's find out what's happening with Natalie and Raven. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Worth the Risk, Part 38, Bridal Bouquet. Natalie blinked a few times. Raven stood right in front of her, her arms open. You scared the crap out of me, Natalie said, covering her heart and taking a step back. Raven lowered her arms. Sorry. Her smile faded. It's, it's, it's okay, Natalie stammered and closed the door behind her. She slowly turned back to face Raven, holding her breath. Maybe I shouldn't have surprised you here, Raven said. No, it's fine, Natalie replied. She scratched behind her ear. I just can't believe you're here. Raven nodded solemnly. I'm sorry I left, she croaked. Natalie's throat tightened. She had just spent the whole journey home thinking about what she needed to hear from Raven. The high of finding out that Raven was in Belgium had worn off a little once she had been on the plane. I've worked so hard to get to where I am now, Natalie had thought. She wasn't going to let Raven mess with that. Raven had already given her enough heartbreak. Her plan had been to go home, change, and then meet Raven somewhere in the city. She wanted a proper conversation, and meeting on neutral ground seemed like the safest way to ensure that would happen. Natalie didn't entirely trust herself to be alone with Raven. But here was Raven standing right in front of her. Her beautiful eyes, filled with uncertainty, were still fixed on Natalie. The many candles around the room gave her skin a beautiful glow. She looked breathtaking. But more importantly, Raven had just said exactly what Natalie had wanted to hear. Natalie was tempted to close the distance between them. She wanted to feel Raven's lips on hers. She wanted to feel Raven's hands on her body. It took all the discipline she had to tuck her hands in her pockets. There were a few other things she needed to know from Raven. Unfortunately, she was having trouble remembering what they were. 
Raven was even more beautiful than she remembered. She struggled to ask, Why did you leave? Can we sit? Raven replied, gesturing at the couch. Natalie pursed her lips. Sure. She followed Raven across the room and lowered herself onto the couch. Raven sat down too, keeping her distance. Natalie was both disappointed and relieved. The desire to touch Raven was so, so strong. I left because I was scared and overwhelmed, Raven said. She had folded her hands in her lap and was staring at them as she spoke. What we had, it was so intense and beautiful. And at the same time, I felt so lost. Yeah, Natalie whispered. I get that. She too had felt lost and anxious. You do? Raven asked, looking up at Natalie. Natalie nodded slowly. I do. But I wanted to talk about it. Yeah, Raven said. I should have stayed to do that. My sister said I bolted because things got difficult. She cleared her throat. Sounds like she was right, Natalie thought, but didn't say it. She was right, Raven continued. But I changed now. It might be hard for you to believe because it has just been a few months, but I really did change. That's not that hard to believe. I changed too, Natalie smiled at Raven. The intensity in Raven's eyes grew. Yeah, you got even more beautiful. Natalie's cheeks turned bright red. Her heart pounded in her chest. She looked around the room, unsure what to say next, and spotted the dried flowers on the table. She hadn't noticed them before. <laughs> Where did you find those? She chuckled. Raven glanced over her shoulder. The flowers? Yes, they're my mother's bridal bouquet. Natalie laughed. Oh, shit, Raven gasped. I'm sorry. Kim and I found them upstairs and... Kim? Natalie interrupted Raven. Kim helped you? Raven closed her eyes. Shit, she said again. Yeah, that's how I got in. <laughs> Natalie shook her head, chuckling. I figured as much. I didn't know she was in on the decorating, though. It was her idea, to be honest, Raven said, scratching her cheek. Credit where credit is due. She kind of talked me into it. Of course, Natalie laughed. I should have known. She reached for Raven's hand. I'm sorry she talked you into this. She can be a hopeless romantic. Raven's fingers closed around Natalie's. Natalie welcomed the rush of heat that coursed through her body. There was no way of stopping it anyway. Her feelings for Raven were just as strong as they had been a few months ago. I'm sorry we used your mother's flowers, Raven said. It's no problem, Natalie laughed again. She was going to throw them out. I thought that was sad, so I took them home with me. What? Raven asked, an eyebrow quirked. Your mom was going to get rid of her bridal bouquet? Yeah, I guess romance dies after 35 years of marriage. Natalie choked. She ran her thumb over Raven's. That is sad, Raven said, leaning back on the couch. I always hope I would still be as much in love after 35 years as I was the first day. Natalie's breath caught. 
She squeezed Raven's hand as she thought about what Raven had just said. She hadn't seen this side of Raven before. Dreamy and romantic. Raven had seemed more like a realist and a pragmatist. At the same time, she couldn't help but feel like there was some hidden message in Raven's words. Was Raven telling her that she'd want to get married at some point? Natalie bit her lip and tried to stop thinking crazy things. You said you changed, she said to steer the conversation and herself back in the right direction. What made you change? After I left, I lost all focus, Raven explained, holding Natalie's gaze. Work didn't feel the same anymore. I couldn't go back to how things were. I realized I had to do things differently. Natalie nodded, encouraging Raven to share more. She noticed that she was leaning in. She immediately corrected herself. Holding hands was already dangerous enough. And I kept thinking about you, Raven said, lifting Natalie's hand to her lips. Oh, Natalie said softly, struggling to find words. I, uh, I thought a lot about you, too. Why didn't you respond to my messages? Raven asked. Her voice was hoarse. Right, Natalie said hesitantly, as if she had just remembered Raven had sent her messages. I'm not sure, to be honest. I guess I was too angry. She shifted in her seat. I wanted to forget about you. Raven winced. I get that, she said after a few seconds. I couldn't, though. Natalie admitted quietly. Her eyes filled up. She clenched her teeth and averted her gaze. I'm so sorry I hurt you so much, Raven said softly. A tear rolled down Natalie's cheek. She quickly wiped it away. I know it's not something you can forgive easily, Raven continued, squeezing Natalie's hand. I just hope maybe one day you can and we can... Natalie used the sleeve of her shirt to wipe away more tears. When Raven stopped talking, Natalie turned around to face her. Her lips parted when she saw that Raven, too, was crying. I love you, Raven whispered, and I ran away from you. A sob escaped her lips. Fuck, she said, and buried her face in her hands. I still love you, Natalie said before thinking about it. So much. They stared at each other with teary eyes. Natalie took in a shaky breath. Do you think we can't? Raven started to say, but then stopped. She wiped her cheek on her shoulder. Her voice was unsteady when she spoke again. Do you think we could have found a way to be together? Natalie thought about it, sniffing. I don't know, she said. Maybe, yeah. Raven pursed her lips and nodded. Me too. They sat silently for a minute or so, still holding each other's hand. A heavy feeling had settled in Natalie's stomach. An acute sense of loss and aching grabbed her by the throat whenever she glanced at Raven. 
At one point, one of us probably would have moved to be with the other, I guess. Raven croaked. Natalie's heart rate picked up. Yeah, I wouldn't have mind moving, I think, she said shyly. Really? Raven asked, eyebrows raised. You'd leave Ghent? I think I would, Natalie nodded thoughtfully. If that's what it took to be with someone I loved. Raven stroked Natalie's hand in thought. I think I'd do the same if my mom wasn't struggling so much, she said. I don't want my sister having to take care of her by herself, you know? Yeah, Natalie said, nearly trembling as Raven's fingers ran up and down her lower arm. It felt so good to be touched by her. If your mom were okay, you would enjoy living elsewhere? Yes, Raven said, sounding more convinced now. I think I'd be happy to move even. Living in Europe would be so cool. She rested the back of her head on the couch as she continued. The only thing keeping me in Atlanta is my mom's illness. Natalie wondered what Raven's mother would say if she knew this. She decided not to ask Raven about it, though. She didn't want to come across as pushy or preachy. I'm guessing moving your mom along with you isn't an option, she joked instead. Raven chuckled. <laughs> no, she traced her fingers over Natalie's elbow. My sister would kill me. And my mom. She belongs in Atlanta for sure. Natalie smiled. I really am curious about your city. I'd love to show it to you, Raven replied. I'd love to share it with you. Her fingers now rested on the side of Natalie's upper arm. Natalie had never realized how sensitive the skin of this part of her body could be. Raven had set off a wave of desire that flooded her entire body. Natalie slowly turned her head to meet Raven's eyes. She gasped when she saw her own fire reflected in them. The air seemed to crackle with electricity. Things had been intense before, but this? This was a whole new level. Raven held Natalie's gaze as she slowly moved her fingers up Natalie's arm. Natalie shivered when Raven traced the line of her clavicle inch by inch. She instinctively let her head fall back. Raven stroked her neck and then ran a finger up to her lips. Natalie flicked her tongue over Raven's fingertip, earning her a groan from Raven. The couch pillow shifted as Raven leaned in to kiss Natalie's neck. This was part 38 of Worth the Risk. And if I sound a bit nasal, um, that's because I have COVID. Yep, it finally got me, officially. Um, I tested positive about a week ago, and I've been stuck in quarantine since. Um, the symptoms were pretty mild, so I'm lucky. Thank you, vaccination, one, two, and booster shot. <laughs> uh, I did lose my smell, which sucked, but I think it's slowly coming back, so I'm really grateful for that. Anyway, uh, thank you to everyone who supports my work um, with a one-time gift or a recurring gift every month 
Um, thank you so much. It means the world to me and it helps me to keep going with this story and I hope the next. I'm starting to be rather certain of what I will do with the next story. Um, not as not that I know the story, but I've I've made some important decisions, and I think I will start talking about those very soon. So keep an eye on Keybase, um, the community, Patreon, and of course this podcast channel. Again, thank you for spending time with me <laughs> and COVID. <laughs> um, and uh, I will see you soon on this podcast. Well, not soon. I know two weeks is a long wait. So I will see you, I guess, in two weeks. But I really do try to get this episode to you as soon as I possibly can with time and budget. Thank you and bye.